Welcome to Eternity Now. I'm Senior Pastor and Evangelist Kyle Huckins. We're a U.S.-based church and evangelism movement reaching every color and culture for Christ. Our podcasts, videos, doctrine, history, and much more are on our website, www.eternitynow.com, E-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y-N-O-W.com. This broadcast is made possible by your tax-deductible giving. A gift of $25 a month gets the gospel to 10000 in a year, just three cents a soul. Go to EternityNow.com and click Support Us for more. Thanks for listening. Now for one of my recent messages. Welcome to an EternityNow.com special broadcast. Taken to heaven, warned and saved. I'm Senior Pastor and Evangelist Kyle Huggins, Old Reverend Kyle Huggins, Ph.D. Pastor Kyle's just fine. Eternity Now is an evangelism outreach and church in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. See our weekly message live Saturdays 5 p.m. Mountain at Facebook.com slash Eternity Now Media, Twitter's at Kyle Huggins, YouTube.com slash at Eternity Now, or LinkedIn too. We also have our Revelation Bible Study airing Wednesdays 7 p.m. Mountain. Wherever you're seeing this live now, you can see live every week. Our main website is www.eternitynow.com, E-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y-N-O-W.com. It has links to our videos, podcasts, belief, and background, my writing on spiritual topics for national websites, how to support and join us in our evangelism, and more. Well, this Eternity Now special fits well in our practical spiritual warfare series. We've been studying how to fight off the devil, his demons, and their human allies the last few weeks. But in this broadcast, we'll hear and see just how powerful that Almighty God, Yahweh, the only true God, can be in a human life. He made the universe, the heavens, and every creature. But he also cares for every single person on the face of the earth. Today, we will have the testimony of David Magdaleno. Taken to heaven, warned and saved, confirmed by Scripture in 2 Corinthians 12. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Well, Father God, I thank you so much for this chance to be able to bring the word and a testimony to the people. I pray that both will be an encouragement to them and bring them closer to you and your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray all will have a Merry Christmas in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my friend David Magdaleno lives just a couple houses away from me in Scotts Bluff County, Nebraska. When I moved into the neighborhood, I soon noticed that he had Christian statues in his yard. I went over to introduce myself, and that very first day, he told me a lot about the extraordinary experience he will share with you in a moment. In visiting with him several times afterward, he's never failed to talk about the Lord and what God is doing in his life. Back in 1984, David was 40 years old, anxious, suicidal, and searching for a reason to live. So God brought him to himself to show him how to live like Christ. Some people object that such an experience isn't scriptural. Well, they're wrong. There is precedent for the Lord taking a person up to heavenly realms and sending him back down. Most Bible scholars believe the Apostle Paul is talking of his own experience in 2 Corinthians 12, 1-4, which reads, I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows, such a one was caught up to the third heaven. 
And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows, how he was caught up into paradise. So why would God do this? Jude verses 22 and 23 tell us, Some have compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. The Lord gave David Magdaleno both a holy fear and holy fire. The experience itself didn't save him, but what he did with it has. It comes down to what Christ told us in his word. Follow me. The baby Jesus grown up and fulfilling his calling as Lord, Redeemer, Savior, and friend. Here's David's testimony, taken to heaven, warned, and saved. It finally got to the point where I had bad thoughts. I thought of uh, probably ending my life, and uh, I couldn't go this way anymore. I just couldn't live this way anymore. So one day I closed the barbershop up, and I went driving around thinking, just thinking. And uh, by this time, I was really confused and lost. I mean, completely confused and lost. And I drove around, and I happened to pass by my church where I go, Catholic Church at Christ the King. And I looked, and I stopped. And to my surprise, the church was open. <laughs> and so I went in there, kneeled down in the altar, had, I guess, had a talk with the Lord, I guess, you know. But finally, when I finally said, you know, uh, I raised my hands up to him and I said, if you're really what you say you are, and if you're that strong and you're that good and you're everything you say, here I am. Here I am. See what you can do with me. I want to follow you, but I don't know how. Now, that was about the most truth at the time I had ever said. Well, the building didn't shake and the lights didn't go off. Nothing, really nothing happened. So I drove back to my apartment. Like I say, I was, I was in the, probably at the end of, of that particular mile in my life because I was, like I say, I had bad thoughts. I'm putting everything away, just forget it. So I sat there when I got home. I uh, I hope you never have to go through this, but it's like I had no more thoughts. It's like I had no more feelings. It's like I was completely a casket, just sitting there. It just so happened that a friend of me a while back before that had given me a Bible. And I had it in my bedroom, and it always sat there. I mean, it wasn't bothering me, and I wasn't bothering But I just happened to pick it up. I still get emotional when I talk about it. I picked it up, and I just opened it. And my God, I read, I seen it where it said, I will send you a friend. I will send you a teacher. I will send you a comforter. 
I would say to the Holy Spirit, oh, oh, I didn't read that. Uh, drilled in my heart. It drilled inside of me somehow. I don't know how. But I fell to my knees. I said, oh, gosh. I mean, that feeling was so overwhelming. And so I could hear that so much that I didn't think no more of, of suicide or anything like that. I fell down to my knees. And I just moaned and groaned. And I could feel, as I fell down to my knees, I could feel like a tingling, like confetti, uh, uh, like confetti of ice, I mean, of uh, gold, just like it's tinkling coming right down on me. I say it was gold, but uh, it felt like gold, but I didn't see any. I don't know why I say that, but that's just the way it felt. And Lord and behold, I started reading the Bible. And I said to myself, where have I been? Where have I been? Talk about peace, talk about love, compassion. Where have I been? And Lord and behold, that went on. I don't know. Maybe 10 days or so, whatever. And this particular weekend, it was in a Sunday I had a, a, a couple of friends, they were married before, and, and they were good friends of mine, very good, and uh, they were trying to get back together. And I went out with them and uh, ate, and we talked about them getting back together. And but whether they did or not, that was, that was beyond that. But I went home, and I, nobody, I put silence, you know, so I laid down, and this was where this whole thing started. I laid down, and at the time, I could feel there was somebody in there. I could feel it. I knew there was somebody in there. In fact, I even said, to, I thought it was some of my friends. I said, come on, you guys. I said, I'm not in the mood for this. I am not in the mood for this. Please, I am not in the mood for it. Of course, nothing. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I started breathing. I said, what's happening to me? And I'm actually hearing my name being called David. And I said, no, no, I'm Dave. David. And I said, no, no, I'm Dave. But at the same time as I'm hearing that, I'm raising. I am raising up. I can see myself laying down, but I'm up here. I'm up here. And I get up here. And I notice that I'm free. I am free. I mean, such a feeling of freedom. And talk about silence. I mean, it was actually silence. And I'm moving. As I'm moving along, uh, 
I couldn't hear my own footsteps because I wasn't walking. I was gliding. I was just moving. I was just gliding. And, and as I'm gliding or moving, whatever, I look to my right. And there's a place there that I see people walking, just walking around with their hands behind their back, and they're gray. And this gray cloud is, is just rolling on them like that. And they don't even know that other people are there with them. They're, they're not, they don't know. And I, and I tried to get in, but they were on that side and I was on this side. But there was an invisible shield there. And this guy just happened to look at me and he says, what are you doing up here? And I said, I'm in my way. And I said, how about you? I'm just waiting. And he walked off back into the gray cloud where everybody, and he was gray. And just like that, it seems the next thing I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at a long tunnel. I call it a tunnel, and black, real black tunnel, and long. But way at the end, I can see a light, and the light is about like a silver dollar, that about that round. But I go, and here I go. I mean, I am moving faster than fast. I mean, I, I'm moving so fast that I, I'm just moving real fast. And the closer I get to that light, the better I feel. I, I'm watching the light. I walk in it. To my surprise, to my surprise, the love that just grabbed me, the love, the love that just grabbed me, and like almost telling me, you belong to me. And the most beautiful melody, the most beautiful melody that I played. And I can tell you that all that love and all that peace and all that tranquility was making that music. And as I look around and I'm feeling, I say, I've been here before. I have been here before. And, and there I go, I'm, I'm moving again. And just like that, I run, I, I moving into like, I say there's a room, I, the place, a room. And my mother's sitting there. She looks at me and she says, I've been waiting for you. And I said, Mama, Mama, and I hugged her. She says, you have become a very confused person in your life. But first, she said, I want you to meet somebody. And I go, and there's a little girl standing there. And I went right up to it. You must be my sister Frances, which my sister Frances and my brother died before, way before. And she says, no, I'm a, my ex-wife's name, uh, little girl. I said, oh, I said, tell me your name. I said, so when I get back, I can tell her I met you and she knows I won't be making that up. The little girl says, I, that I cannot tell you. Then I look up. And there is my sister, Frances, and I hug her. And then there's my little brother, Paulo. See, Paulo, I'm your brother. And I hug. 
The thing is, they're supposed to be dead. And they're more alive than I am. And they have teeth, and they look great, and they're happy. And my mother says, then she's come on. And I go with her, and I'm looking out. Then I'm looking at these big, big picture windows. And I'm looking out there like into eternity. And there's a little boy standing there. And I say, that's me. That's me. And my whole life starts. I must have been five or six, I guess. And my whole life starts black and white, like big pictures. I see myself. I see things that I have done. I see things that I can see that how I got confused. I got to see that I was so embarrassed. I got to see that, uh, that, that my mother, my brother, and my sister were watching with me. And I see my, myself at one time stealing money from my dad. He had a piggy bank. He saved quarters. And I was stealing it. But I could feel the, the, the shame. I could feel the, the fear what I was doing. And went on and went on and went on. I come out, and I'm looking back, running from that, and I'm looking back, and I'm wearing the suit that my mother, to my mother's funeral, and I'm looking back and running. Then my mother says, at the time when, uh, before this happened, my divorce, I, I would counsel a lot with my mother, and I thought all the trouble I would have, and of course she said, you drink a lot. Why do you drink a lot? And of course, I couldn't answer that. I just said, Part of it, I guess I liked. But anyway, she says, and this is what happened to my ex-wife's uh, name. And I'm seeing, actually, Reverend, I am seeing three guys raping her. And I can feel her feelings. I could feel her, what she was going through. I could feel it. No, no. And the next thing I know, I, I'm standing. And now, now I'm facing my mother face to face. And she's talking, and I can hear her, and talk, but she's not moving anything. Her lips are nothing. And I can't believe how young she looks. And I can't believe how beautiful she looks. And I can't believe that I'm standing on a meadow. I am standing on a meadow, and I'm just looking, and the, and the meadow has life to it. It's alive. It's got life to it. And, and, and there's two, I'm standing next to a tree, and there's two big uh, females, one on each side. And I say they were angels, I say. And, and it's almost like I knew them. And my mother is saying, go back now. Go back. And everything's going to be all right. And also remember that it wasn't my ex-wife's name, her fault. The next thing I hear is just like a roaring, roaring water coming. I see myself coming out of water. Oh, 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 oh. 
I'm come back into me, I guess. I'm turned on. Like somebody turned me on. And, and I, I got up in my bed and I said, that wasn't a dream. That wasn't a dream. Who's going to believe this? Who's going to believe me? Who's going to believe this? That was not a dream. And back then, I don't know, it must have been 4 in the morning, 4.30. I went to my priest. I probably, he probably got mad at me because I got him too early. And I tried to tell him, I tried to what happened. And as he listened to me, he said, well, there's no doubt you experienced something. Said, there's no doubt of that. But let's, let's, you know, let's wait till a little bit during the day and then we'll visit some more. But I couldn't. I just, uh, I was on fire. I mean, I was in fire, man. Nobody going to stop me. No, you know, I was just in fire. And I started telling people, I went to heaven. I was, uh, well, God, can you believe what they probably thought of me? I said, and at that time, I was running my barbershop, and I was telling people, that customers, and they just, I don't know, maybe some believe me, some probably thought this guy has really lost his mind. But anyway, the other barber that was helping me, he said, you know, if I was you, he says, I would go to Penn Mental Health, and, and uh, they can help you. And I went. And of course, the second time I went, uh, I heard one of those ladies that work in there says, here's that guy that says he went to heaven. Oh, but at the time, there was a psychiatrist from Colorado in there, and uh, she told him, let me handle him. Let me talk with him. Let me handle him. And she came over and, and talked to me. She says, now listen, I know what happened to you, and I know what you experienced. I know that. She says, but right now, don't say anything, because they don't know what you're talking about. So we, she came back and we visited back and forth, back and forth. One day I told her, well, we uh, don't seem to get anywhere. And I, she said, let me tell you after we have your words, she said, what you had was a revelation. I said, what's a revelation? She says, for you, it was a gift from God. I'm again to my knees, just groaned and cried. Man, I'm not worthy of that. And she says, he says, you are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. From there on, I, my whole life has changed. It's like I became what he created, not what I was trying to create with me. I was completely lost and confused. And to this day, I, I have a beautiful, I call her, her things. I drinking to me is, is uh, uh, on that chapter back there somewhere. And I have friends that, that come to me and have been picked up and drink driving or something. And they say, how did you do it? I tell them, do you want to believe that or fine? You have to ask him. 
Because that's internal. That is a, a, a addiction that's so deep inside of us. That you think that you can't have fun or you can't do nothing without drinking. You can have, you, you can, all the answers are in alcohol, we think. Well, anyway, uh, uh, I tell them people, if they listen to me, fine. If they didn't, that's fine. But I'm, I sit here and I tell you, that's been the greatest, greatest, most marvelous, most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me. I'm alive. I'm alive. I am complete. I know who I am. I don't need alcohol. I don't need stupid things and I don't need nothing. All I need is him. And I have I have it within me. I didn't know that. I never knew that. To this day, after that happened, I searched all over for that song, for that hymn of Amazing Grace. I could have wrote that song. I could have wrote it after what I experienced. And I, I bought it from Elvis Presley and Mary, whoever sang it, I was looking at everything. And that melody that I heard I listened to all kinds of music. I tried it. I knew it there. But I guess it belongs there. I guess. But Reverend, I tell you, you can't believe the love. The love that's waiting. The peace he tells us in John. I give you peace. Not as the world knows it, but as I give it. Oh my goodness, as he gives it, you can experience that in this world, you can't. Same with his love. We don't know what love is, we really don't. The tranquility, the feeling, I am safe. I am safe. I pray today. If today is my day, Lord, I'm ready. I'm not afraid to, to leave this world. In fact, I'm kind of waiting for it. All he asks, all he asks apparently is follow me. Just follow me. I already paid the price for you. Watching the EternityNow.com special broadcast, Taken to Heaven, Warned and Saved, the testimony of David Magdaleno. After the main part of David's testimony, I asked him a few questions. And by the way, if you'd like to contact me about faith, you can call or text me at 806-463-8793. Again, USA 1-806-463-8793. Or email me at khuckins, K-H-U-C-K-I-N-S, at EternityNow.com. E-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y-N-O-W dot C-O-M. Here are David's answers to my questions. As I look back, and uh, uh, I, will, I will say that 
how silence, I mean silence, the purified silence, the whole thing was. Now, I'm hearing my name called David. David, I, I'm going to use this as me. This is me. And as he's calling me, I am rising. I am rising. I don't know. I'm here. I'm here. And as I move, as I say, I see these people in a great in a great place, in a great cloud. They're great. They don't even know other people are with them. Uh, I've been told a lot of things, but that's what I saw and that's what I experienced. Now, This is the tunnel here. This I ran into this uh, Times Magazine when I ran into this. I about choked. I said, "What in?" The, uh, that's exactly the only thing is that uh, the tunnel that I were totally, totally black. I mean, totally black. When I when I come back, like I tell you, I was alive. I'm alive. I guess I was dead, I guess. I was alive. I and the love. The love. There's no explanation of the type of love as unconditional. He died for us. He died for me. He died for us. And like I say, as I walk into that light, as I walk into the light, this is exactly, exactly, that's it. The love that just grabs you and you're mine. You are mine. All we have to do is ask him to help. Ask him that we want to turn our lives to him. Oh, did I did I experience it? That is the honest of my testimony of what God has done for me. And thank God, thank God, there is a God for people like me, which I know a lot of them that are still back there, and, and they got to do it. You got to go forward. You have. I can't do it for you. Nobody can. You have to What do you think God was saying to you in the experience? He created me. That's what he was doing. I knew God. I know everything about you. I know everything about you. I know you better than you know yourself. And and I feel that I understand how who I and like I like I say my, my morning prayers are Lord if today is my day. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I say I, 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 my life has completely changed. I mean, I was running 150 miles the wrong way. <laughs> All the, turn me around the right way. Amen. And I thank you. And I praise you. Carol, what do you think would have happened if you had that experience? I did uh, self-inflicted. I was there. I, I hope nobody ever feels like that when you're empty with thoughts right uh, I look back River, and, and I guess the only thing that I can say where he 
uh, this uh, showed me what you did was when I said, you know, I'd like to follow you. I don't know how, but that was the truth. I mean, I was too busy in, in this world, having fun, drinking, da, 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 you know. Uh, I, I, I was there. I was there. And like he says, I am always with you. Only by his grace. Only by his grace did I not commit the most stupid thing in my life. There is no death in Christ. There is no death in Christ. He defeated it. <laughs> he, death, as we know it, uh, and yet, and yet, why? When he has told us, uh, I will be back for you. I will be back for you to take you with me to live in paradise in my father's mansion. Wow. Now when somebody dies, I mean, I, there's such a thing as a tragic death and there's such a thing like whatever. We call it death. I bet you if you ask a lot of these older people that, that are just sitting there waiting, I, I used to tell here, I used to go to the restaurant, what's he waiting for? What's he waiting for? I'm ready. Uh, it's his time, not our time. It's his time. That is a turn. It's our turn to whatever. If you're 21 one day, you'll be 40 down the line. It's a turn. But it's what you do with your turn. Because uh, evil, as we know it now, uh, what's happening in this world is it's real. Uh, I mean, it's real. Uh, people do things that they don't even know why they did it. Uh, people go forward. Uh, 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 marriages don't have respect, and you go to the altar and, and don't even respect what you said, better or worse. Uh, we live in a world that's pulling us to evil, and all the time we just have to accept God, and he won't pull us, he'll just be with us. The way I feel, my wife, the way I feel, I used to cry. Out of frustration, I have, uh, uh, what's wrong with me? That type of crime. But since that happened, I don't look through these eyes. I look through the eyes of my heart. I look through the eyes of compassion. I look through the eyes of help. I look through the eyes I've seen somebody else that needs help that maybe I can help. I had a friend, a, a very good friend. He, he was on that crazy road. But he went and he got his diploma of graduated from the study in the Bible. <laughs> to my surprise, he would go to the prisons and talk to people. When he was dying in his deathbed, he told me, tell me again, tell me again about what you experienced. Tell me. And I said, just as soon as, as, as the, you leave that body, 
ailing you, you become the diamond. You become the diamond in the light of God. You're watching the EternityNow.com special broadcast, Taken to Heaven, Warned and Saved. The testimony of David Magdaleno. As you heard, David's experience itself didn't save him, but it led him to give his life to Christ and salvation. And in that, he confirmed the four essentials I've been sharing with you week by week. Number one, we must repent of sin, turn from it, and ask God's forgiveness for everything we've done wrong or omitted doing right. We need to confess faith in Jesus Christ to save us. He's the only one who lived a perfect, sinless life and suffered, bled, and died for us, thus fulfilling the Old Testament law so that he could come into our hearts through the Holy Spirit in salvation. We also need to believe that Jesus rose in body and in spirit the third day from the tomb. Our body and our spirit must be resurrected, so if his were not, ours will not be, but his were and ours will. And we also follow Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So many churches omit this. We need to try to walk as he walked. However, grace is with us. That The Lord forgives us as we sin. We simply go back to him in prayer and say, Oh, Lord God, forgive me. I'm so sorry that I sinned against you. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It says 1 John 1, 9. Every last one of us, including me, your pastor and evangelist, sin even after we're saved. However, we should be getting closer to Jesus Christ day by day, get a little bit more like him. Although there are seasons in which it seems like it's one step forward and two steps back, but it won't last for very long when Jesus is our Lord. I'm not going to lead you in a prayer of repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. You may repeat it after me, and if you believe what I'm saying, you'll have made a saving commitment to our Lord. Let's go to him now. Father God, I repent of my sins. Please forgive me. I confess faith in Jesus Christ that he has died for my sins. And I can be saved through him. I believe he rose. The third day in the tomb. In both body and spirit. And I will follow him. As Lord and Savior. Repenting should I fall. Come into my heart. Lord God. And save me. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> ah, yes, every journey begins with one single step, and you have just taken it if you've prayed that with me and believed it. <laughs> now, remember that once we've committed to Christ as Lord and Savior, we need to keep following him. To be a true disciple and abide in God, we continue by a being baptized. Jesus Christ is the only man who ever walked the earth who didn't need to be baptized, but he was. Why? It's an example to us that we need to be as well. It's a public profession of our faith. We can think many things, we can say other things, but 
we cannot deny it. We have been baptized in the remission of sins. We also read the Bible. How do we know what's God and what's not? That wonderful 1,100 page or so book, <laughs> the Holy Scriptures, Old Testament and New. And in that way, we can possess the land. We're able to claim some of those 7,500 promises that we don't know about each time that we read the good book. How do we do it? We do it by prayer. We ask God and we say, I'm not as patient as I ought to be, Lord God. Help me with this. Do this in me, for example. In Jesus' name, amen. My friend, he will answer that every time because that is perfectly aligned with his will as revealed by the Holy Spirit in the Bible. We also go to church services. We can go online. We can go in person. Make sure it's a Bible-believing and practicing church. Some people have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. Some churches are just the same way. Friend, are the people real? People say authentic today. Are they having some kind of false front with you, or are they speaking from the heart? That's what it's all about. And make sure they also believe what's right about God. You can see our doctrinal statements over at eternitynow.com. We fellowship with other believers as well. How do we become that true family of God? How do we also become that united fighting force that's going to storm the gates of hell, as our Lord Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18? What we get to know each other Inside service and outside service. I have coffee, drink a Coke, have a phone call, make a, an in-person visit to the people who come to church, the people I know who are believers. And so we are able to unite as that force and as that family. And finally, we pursue personal relationship with Almighty God. Yes, you can know God and every day know him a little bit more by doing what I've just said, baptized, reading the word, praying, going to church services, fellowship of the believers, but also ask God to reveal himself individually and personally to you. He knows everything about you. He knows every thought you've ever had. He knows every action you've taken or refrained taking. He knows every fiber of your being, every cell that you have in your body. The, I don't know how many quadrillions that could possibly be. He also knit your soul together and placed it into your body. Remember, he told Jeremiah in the very first chapter, fifth verse of that prophet's revelation, that he knew him before even he was in the womb. And he called him to be a witness to the nations. So make sure to do these, and you'll be able to go deeper in the Lord God Jehovah. As David Magdalena has gone forth in his Christian life, he's glorified God through his great singing and guitar playing. He'll bless us with those using some holiday flair. And we could all sing along with the lyrics posted in the comments section of our social media announcements for this very special. I'm Senior Pastor and Evangelist Kyle Huckins. This broadcast is made possible by your tax-deductible giving. A gift of $25 a month gets the gospel to 10000 in a year, just three cents a soul. Go to eternitynow.com and click support us for more. Thanks for listening. With this hand, I praise him and I glorify him. With this hand, I, I thank him. I mean, there's just...
It's just not, there ain't enough thank yous for it that I can do. There's not enough praises. That, that. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I once was long. But now I am found, was blind, but now I see this grave that taught my heart to fear and bring my fear relief. I listen to it, and, and uh, I have, ever since that happened, I, I call them love attacks. I start crying. I, I just start crying for no reason, and, and uh, I call them love attacks. And, uh, okay. <laughs> this, this next hymn here is such a beautiful hymn, especially this time of year. Can you imagine him being born? being born into this world to save us. Oh. Oh. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap and is sleep? Who angels bleed with that and he will dance and feed was shepherd I lay down a mean and stays where ox and ass are feed. The pain of hear the silent word is pleased. This, this is Christ the Lord who carries round Salvation, bring the loving heart to door. 
to be the son of man. On this one, I need help. Okay. <laughs> Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad y prospero año felicidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad y prospero año felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. One wish you a Merry Christmas One wish you a Merry Christmas From the bottom of my heart Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad I prefer Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Oh, isn't that great? Feliz Navidad. Ah, happy Nativity. Merry Christmas to you from all of us here at Eternidad Ahora, Eternity Now. Remember, Eternity Now is an evangelism outreach and church that meets online from Scottsbluff, Nebraska. See the weekly message live Saturdays, 5 p.m. Mountain on Facebook.com slash Eternity Now Media. Twitter's at Kyle Huckins. YouTube.com slash at Eternity Now. Our LinkedIn as well. Wherever you're seeing this live now, you can see live every week. Our group's two years old. We've reached over one million people for Christ. We want to reach another million this year, but we need your help. Join with us and getting those fields in that are white on to harvest. Go to eternitynow.com and click support us to see more and give securely. Let's go to our Father in prayer. And by the way, you can contact me and submit your prayer requests at 806-463-8793, call or text 1-806-463-8793, or at khuckins, K-H-U-C-K-I-N-S, at eternitynow.com, K-H-U-C-K-I-N-S, at eternitynow.com. Just go over to our website and you'll be able to see all of the contact details as well. Let's go to the Lord. Well, we thank you, Lord God, for this time together. This wonderful testimony you've given David to be able to convict and encourage us. Oh, I pray, Lord God, that we'll follow up from this wonderful testimony and praise today, going deeper and deeper and deeper into you as disciples. Oh, Lord God, we pray for David's injured leg to have feeling return so that he can walk normally. We also pray your strength and comfort to Christina's wife right now, too. We pray for Dell's therapy and his diabetes. Also, George and family to be blessed in ministries, finances, and physical health. Another David to know you. Uh, Dawn's friends and family to be delivered from grief and unto life. Uh, for W's direction and faith in you. For Charles's children to know you and for them to be a family united in Jesus Christ. We also pray for Helping Hand to be fully staffed and all that are watching and listening to be blessed this end of year, as well as all throughout every year, Lord God, by your spirit, Lord God, as they abide in you. Let us all give glory unto you by the lives we live, the thoughts we think, what we say, everything about us, because soon we're going to be with you in heaven.
Oh, Lord God, we thank you so much for this. In Jesus' name, we pray it and believe it. Amen and amen and amen. I'm Pastor and Evangelist Kyle Huckins, thanking you for worshiping with us. Looking forward to seeing you next Saturday, 5 p.m. Mountain, for more in our series on spiritual warfare, and Wednesday, 7 p.m., for our Bible study on the book of Revelation. Be sure to take a look at our main website, eternitynow.com, where you can find links to all our videos, where to download our new podcast, see our beliefs by writings for national Christian outlets, the way of salvation, and so much more. We at Eternity Now appreciate your listening to this program. For more, including links to all our broadcasts and social media, go to www.eternitynow.com. E-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y-N-O-W dot C-O-M. We have over a hundred videos on YouTube, and you can watch our services live there as well as Facebook, Twitter, and more. On our website, you also can email me, Pastor Kyle Huckins, and I'll respond personally. I welcome your prayer requests, questions, and comments. Again, that's EternityNow.com. May God bless you and keep you, cause His face to shine upon you, and give you peace. I'm gonna shout, hallelujah, shout.